If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. If you don't have kids, you may have wondered whether or not you should have one. And this is a monumental decision where the pros and cons are hard to predict and hard to quantify. So, should you? And how should you make this decision or any other similarly complex decision? Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu. Every week, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, Apologies in advance, I have a sore throat and a stuffed nose. I'm at the end of a cold, so apologies for my abnormal voice. But today we look at a very interesting topic, the topic of making very difficult and complex decisions, like whether or not to have kids. It turns out that borrowing ideas from acceptance and commitment therapy might help. A while ago, a listener wrote in to ask a very existential question. She asked, I'm struggling with trying to decide whether to have kids or not. How do you make a decision like that? Well, on a personal note, right when she was asking this question, I was about to have my first child. This was coming at the end of about 10 years of indecision. Late night back and forths with myself, ever-growing pros versus cons lists, moments of seeming clarity immediately clouded by doubt. Would I be a good parent? Would having a child change my relationship with my partner? Would I miss out on a profound life experience if I don't have a child? Or if I do? Is it ethical to bring a child into the world to add one more carbon footprint to the earth? Would my kid even like me? What if they have health problems? What if my hypothetical child doesn't even want to be born? Will I regret my decision? Will my partner regret our decision together? This indecision reached such a fever pitch in my late 20s that I actually went to therapy specifically to ask the same question. Should I have kids and how do I make a decision like that? Whether or not to procreate is a monumental decision. It used to be taken for granted, especially for women, that one major marker of life success was to get married and have kids. Nowadays, it's becoming increasingly common for people to be child-free by choice, both because we have less society pressure to follow the traditional life trajectory and because we, especially women, have much more autonomy and other choices of how we can lead fulfilling lives. But sometimes having more choice can be paralyzing because with each additional option, we stand to miss out on more. 
And by the way, this is also part of why online dating is so stressful. With so many fish in the sea, committing to one means missing out on so many more others. The question of whether to have kids is particularly difficult to make because the stakes are so high. There is no return policy, the commitment is lifelong, and at the same time, the option to commit is not open for very long, especially, again, for women. So yes, I can completely empathize with my listener who wrote in with this difficult and important question. Thankfully, we can apply to this conundrum the principles of acceptance and commitment therapy, a type of psychotherapy developed by psychologist Steve Hayes that focuses on working with your emotions instead of against them. Some of today's tips are based on elements from psychologist Rust Harris's excellent book, The Happiness Trap, which I recommend to anyone who feels stuck in some area of their life. Today's tips not only apply to the dilemma of whether to have kids or not, they also apply to other difficult decisions, like whether to stay in a relationship, whether to change careers, whether to start your own venture, or confess a secret— because all of these messy quandaries requires letting go of our conventional decision-making approaches and trying something new. And here are six tips for how to do that. Tip number one, acknowledge that there is no perfect decision. Then name your emotions. If there was a perfect decision without any sacrifice, uncertainty, or potential for regret, then you wouldn't have a dilemma. Searching for perfection guarantees that you'll never make a decision, or that even if you do, you may spend forever doubting it after you've chosen. This is because no complex question has a perfect, simple answer. Accepting this will remove one of the biggest barriers you face. It's easier said than done, but you can practice accepting imperfect options by allowing yourself to fully feel the emotions. Yes, including the very uncomfortable ones that come up when you picture the possible futures. Perhaps you feel warm fuzzies when you picture holding a baby, and anxiety when you picture parenting a teenager, or maybe vice versa. Or you feel liberation when you picture traveling without a child and feeling lonely while imagining Christmases without one. Or you feel a sense of hope imagining giving a child the type of childhood you always wanted and you feel fearful of giving her the same kind of childhood you had instead. It's okay to have mixed feelings. Allow them to arise and name each, and that will actually begin the process of you coming to peace with whatever you end up choosing to decide. Tip number two, acknowledge that the decision is not 100% in your hands. Often we plan and strategize major decisions like whether to have kids as if we have total control over the choice. But I learned during my time working in a fertility clinic that this is often not the case. Some of my patients there have always known they wanted to be parents, and some had arrived at this decision after much deliberation, but all of them were there because biology and fate did not follow their plans. By the same token, many people have had children without planning on it, or at least not at the time that they have planned on, another way in which the universe does not follow our plans. Not to mention that making a baby usually requires two people, or at least one person and a clinic, so you are not the sole factor in whether and how having a baby will or will not happen. 
Accepting this takes some of the pressure off of your decision making, because after all, your decision is only part of the equation. So not as much of your future may ride on this choice as you've imagined. All right, now that we've acknowledged there's no perfect decision and that the choice is not all in our hands, anyways, it's time to do some further letting go. Specifically, tip number three is to let go of the pros and cons list. If you're anything like me, that is a little bit type A, you've probably used pros and cons lists to make decisions in your life. For the decision of whether to have kids, I went even above and beyond pros and cons. I made this two by two matrix to gather up anecdotal data for each of these following outcomes: people who had kids and loved it, people who had kids and regretted it, people who didn't have kids and loved it, and people who didn't have kids and regretted it. I scoured the internet for everything from peer-reviewed research papers to Facebook comments. And was actually able to find support for each of these four possibilities. This pros and cons type of approach is not enough for making such an existential and emotional decision. The reason is that when the stakes are this high and irreversible, and there are powerful biological and psychological forces at work, it's impossible to quantify items on the pros and cons list. I mean, how many points is the freedom to live abroad worth? What about the chance to show a child how to build a snowman for the first time? Is it worth adding one more person's worth of carbon footprint to the earth, or worth having a child inherit your genetic disorder? And which type of regret is worth more points: the regret of missing out, or the regret of a lifetime commitment that you end up not feeling well suited for? Let go of that pros and cons list. It may be helpful to start with one just to help get your thoughts organized. But know that ultimately, this type of decision is made with heavy input from your emotions instead. This is not a bad thing. Emotions are not less valuable than reasons because emotions are the way that your brain conveys the outcome of complex calculations that it does behind the scenes, outside of your conscious awareness. Your rational thinking organizes facts about the outside world, and your emotions tell you facts about yourself. The latter is just as important as the former if you're making a life-making decision for you. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, "I'm okay," when the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, "Hang it in there," because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. Nine eight eight for free confidential support, anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit RosettaStone.com/pod50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's RosettaStone.com/pod50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. All right, so far we've let go of a bunch of things. We let go of the perfect decision, that the decision is perfectly controllable, and we've let go of the age-old pros and cons list. Now, what do we do to start making that decision, to start building it up? Well, one game you can play is the if-only game, and that's tip number four, to play the if-only game to identify what's really stopping you. So if you've already made a pros and cons list, this actually may be a little helpful because you may notice that even though you're making a show of putting down multiple items in each column, there are certain items that weigh on your mind much more than others. So let's try an experiment. Look at your list or simply allow your mind to wander around the topic about whether or not to have kids or whatever decision you're trying to make and come up with thoughts about having kids or not and see if there's an if-only item. For example, if only my parents would accept me as I am, I wouldn't want to have kids just to please them. If only I didn't worry about my financial future, I would have kids. If only I felt like my life had purpose, I wouldn't want to have kids because I wouldn't need to fill my time with something that felt like purpose. Or if only I felt more secure with my partner, I would have kids. I just don't want to have kids with this person. Notice that none of these items is really directly about having kids or not, but rather about another important life dimension, whether it's financial security or the relationship with your partner or your parents or just your sense of self. These are the most important items to identify because they show you that one, you do or don't actually want to have kids, and two, the real thing that's getting in the way of accepting what you want. And once you know, you can either start working on that thing or accept it and move on with your real decision. But even with insight from the if-only game, you may not come up with a decision right away today. So tip number five is to accept today's choice and give yourself compassion. You may be seeing a theme here. Acceptance is important at pretty much every step of the way. That includes accepting today's choice. Every day that you haven't decided whether you want to have a child is a day that you have decided to not try to have a child today. And that in itself is a decision. This may not be your final decision, but it's the one you've made for now. Making this commitment might feel scary, but it might also feel good to know that each day you land on solid ground with a decision instead of forever feeling suspended in uncertainty. Whatever uncertainty there is, don't berate yourself for it. Being uncertain means that at least you are taking this monumental decision seriously and that's good enough for today. That being said, tip number six is to set a flexible final decision date. One of the toughest things about having a dilemma is that it seems to hang over you indefinitely. Some of my fertility clinic patients have said that even if the final verdict is not what they want, that is, the final attempt with IVF does not work and they will live child-free, 
it would be easier to just know and accept the outcome. Most people are fortunate enough to have more choice than these patients of mine who deal with the heartbreak of both uncertainty and the lack of control. But we can learn from these brave would-be parents and borrow the idea of a deadline. For example, you can say to yourself, instead of being tortured with this indecision forever, I will make a choice one way or another by January 1st, 2023. If I haven't moved ahead with trying for a baby by then, I will, by default, have decided to not have kids. By the way, this decision date may be informed by biological limitations. Do consult with your doctor for when would be a good age to start trying for a child if you were to want one, or more. Keep in mind that fertility preservation methods such as egg freezing are by no means guaranteed. They're not an insurance policy, more like a lottery ticket. Most frozen eggs will not be able to be turned into babies, and many women, even those with excellent frozen eggs and excellent health, will not end up being able to conceive, even with in vitro fertilization. That's just my little PSA for the day. In reality, it may not end up being so clean of an if-then algorithm on your decision date of, if I've made my choice by now, I will have kids. If not, I will not. But at least this way, you give yourself a light at the end of the tunnel and out of your quandary. You may decide to move that deadline further into the future depending on circumstances, such as finding a new partner. But if you find yourself repeatedly moving this deadline, it's a sign that you're procrastinating this decision for some reason. In that case, repeat the above steps that we've talked about today already for a decision-making reset. That is, making some acceptances of emotions and lack of control and playing the if-only game. And last but not least, tip number seven is to trust yourself to be resilient. Circling back to the first tip, there is no perfect decision. Whatever you decide, there will be difficulties to reckon with, but this doesn't mean you can't handle it. You are resilient and you will be able to overcome or work with whatever the future brings, whether it's having your heart broken by a teenager who tells you she hates you or growing distant from some of your friends who have kids, potentially, you can survive it. And know that you are capable of making a right decision for you. There might be multiple right decisions or good decisions at least, and you only need one of them to live a fulfilling life. After trying the tips from today, you may get a lightning flash of clarity. Or more likely, you'll have some new tools, but still need more time to finally come to your forever decision. And that's okay. Decisions are often not made in a eureka moment, but rather born out of many moments of reflection, courage, and self-compassion. Let me know what you think and what decisions you're struggling with. We can keep the conversation going on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at QDT Savvy Psych and also at Jade Wu PhD. We can also keep in touch with the Savvy Psychologist newsletter. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you so much again for joining me, and I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, 
I'm okay. When the truth is... I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say... Hang it in there. Because... If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.